Hello and good morning, everyone. It's a beautiful Monday morning. Maybe not uh, beautiful outside as it is kind of dreary and misting and raining. Um, it's actually um, off to a little bit of a slow start this morning. I had a lot of things going on last week. It didn't get hardly any podcasts recorded. Um, I don't even know if I did one last week, so... Uh, I apologize for that. You might not have even noticed. So thank you for not caring about me. Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> however, I am back in the saddle today. Today is Monday, May the 11th. Like I said, it is uh, kind of misting and raining and dreary outside. I actually went and uh, went to grab our trash can uh, to take it out as Monday mornings is the morning that the uh, trash company comes and uh, proceeded to uh, dump trash juice all over uh myself as i was uh uh taking that out to the end of the driveway so that's how my morning's going how's yours going um anyway so in today's news on um the small business front you know i think a lot of small businesses by this time um in the year 2020 the majority of businesses have a website, whether that is, now we talk about several different kinds of websites, of course. You've got your basic, uh, what you could call like a web page. And what that would be is maybe you are a uh, construction company and you just want somewhere where somebody can come on, see your phone number, see some um, um, examples of some work that you do, some pictures, uh, your address or whatever it might be. Um, maybe you have a um, restaurant or something and you don't want to take orders online. Um, so you just have like a basic web page with your address, your store hours, things like that. Um, However, there's another kind of website, of course, and that is what you would call an e-commerce. Um, and what an e-commerce website would be different from just a web page would be that you can actually sell a product on that on online. And so, whether that be um, whether that be the ability to sell a service, so um, somebody you know sign up for a consulting fee, uh, whether somebody would buy a physical product. Um, a lot of those would be called a SaaS business, um, where they can buy a you know a T-shirt, a, a cup, a, whatever it might be. Um, we have an e-commerce website, so uh, there's two different ways people can buy. People can buy um, smaller products that are able to be shipped, and we can ship those across the United States. And then there's also a, a function where you can ring up for your feed, uh, your hay larger products and then we can have those the ability to have those uh local farm delivery or we can have those the ability to have those ready to be picked up in the store um but regardless it is an e-commerce website fully functional with the majority of the products that we sell and the article that we are talking about this morning is from entrepreneur.com <clears throat> and it is titled five psychology hacks that increase website conversions so when we are talking about this article, of course, we are talking about an e-commerce website, uh, not just a simple web page or anything. This is to increase conversion means that somebody went to your website for a particular reason, and when they go to your website for a particular reason, you want to convert them into a customer because that your your website as an e-commerce website is similar to a store. So when somebody walks into your store, you do not want them to just look around and not be sure where the product is that they're trying to find. 
it's too disorganized, you don't have the right hours, or whatever it might be. So, of course, we know in like a brick-and-mortar store, you want to organize it in such a way that when people walk in, they, for the first time, they know where to go. And even uh, recurring customers, you want them to be able to quickly find the things that they want um, and to quickly be able to navigate through your brick-and-mortar store. Such like that, you want them to be able to come into your e-commerce website and be able to quickly navigate where they want to go to see if you carry a certain product that they have or whatever it might be, especially if you're advertising. You don't want to advertise to people, convince them to come to your website, and then not be able to sell them anything. Of course, that is the quickest way to uh, make your website go down a path that is not recoupable uh, financially is that you're paying to send people to your website and as a result they are going to your website but they can't find what they want and um, so they are not buying anything so you're paying for people to basically figure out that they don't want to go to your website anymore Um, that is the exact opposite of what you would want so when we're talking about this uh, article this morning the article about is titled five psychology hacks that increase website conversions. So when somebody goes to your website, how can you convert that person into buying something, purchasing something? In the first, you know, introductory paragraph, he talks about a lot of research is currently taking place in the field of psychology, and this he goes on to say gives us insight into the psychology hacks that get your website visitors to take action and eventually convert. So he says there is a, a whole host of psychology that is done around uh, a bunch of, um, I'm sorry, research that is done around psychology, and it doesn't necessarily have to be around e-commerce. You can, by learning more about how people's minds work, you can convert that, in a sense, to a business sense that you can use that in your business and be able to convert people better. So without further ado, the first um, out of the five that he talks about is to keep the design distraction free. And as we are going through a lot of the pain points of redoing a website in our business, um, constantly having to change things in our website personally, this is something that I battle with keep the design distraction free. He says that according to the theory of cognitive fluency, a person is more likely to prefer a simpler task that requires less strain over a complex task that requires more mental processing. And of course, we know that we like, do I do this, this, or this? We we like simpler options. Of course, if you said, would you like a website to carry everything you would ever want? Of course, we would all say yes. But when it comes to a maybe a web page that has 18 million just bars and you have to read through over and over and over, uh, the majority of us would get overwhelmed at some point. And so I think this keep the design distraction free is something that is so hard to do because it, it, with a lot of businesses... Us, for instance, we have several thousand products that we have to offer. Why are people coming to our website? We're not sure exactly what they're coming there for. Um, so what you it tends to make you want to do is put everything that we carry on the home page. Here, please buy something. Um, but we know that the, some of the... Um, psychological studies that have been done about this, like he talks about the theory of cognitive fluency, that people want 
less options. They want to be able to look at something quickly and be like one, two, or three, or one or two. Um, so that is something to keep in mind to keep the design distraction free. And number two is is very much in that same vein. It says number two is limit the number of choices. Um, and I think this is so hard to do, to limit the number of choices. It says, Hicks Law states that the time taken for an individual to make a decision is directly proportional to the number of possible choices available. And so what he goes on to say is that when you have too many choices, when you have an overwhelming amount of decisions for somebody to make, that that is going to be the longer that that person takes to make a decision. And the longer it takes to make that decision is the more chances that you have for that person to either have a distraction come up like, hey mom, hey dad, what? Put their phone up and they're gone. Or maybe that is the longer decision, the longer that they are sitting there contemplating, well, which one should I take? Which one should I do? Which one should I, which color should I have? Which, which of this, which of this? The longer it takes them to make that decision is also the longer or the more opportunity you have for them to go, I don't really need that. When it is just one, two, three, it is so many simple choices. Um, it is so much less likely that you will have someone back out in that decision mid process. Um, and so of course we see that with Amazon. I think the Amazon app is, is something that we, we see the buy now button. Oh my goodness. How many times have you gone to Amazon and quickly rang up something and, and completely even forgot that you purchased it? Um, I think that being, having a simple limited number of choices is something that is very crucial. Um, number three says create a sense of urgency. Um, creating a sense of urgency is something like this is on sale. This is not going to last forever. Um, you know, for like a retail product or something like that, I'm not sure about always creating a sense of urgency. Um, that I think can quickly get old if it is, uh, in the way of a coupon or something like that. So this kind of depends on your, your niche that you are in as far as your e-commerce website goes. He goes into talking about some things like ebooks and some things like um, creating a sense of urgency in the way of um, e-learning courses for a limited period of time, and you have managed to make your potential customers more likely to complete the task rather than clicking away. Um, he talks about having some things that are only available for a limited amount of time on his um, example there. Number four says, lead them on the path path of least resistance. Um, this is another law of psychology. It says the law of past experience. Our previous experience influence our interpretation of our current experiences. And any distract, detraction from known experiences hinders the visitor's attention. Um, so, again, this is kind of like that simplistic design website that the path of least resistance. People are always going to click, 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 whatever gets them through that checkout line faster. Um, I know that I'm that way. It's like create an account and check out as a visitor. I'm like, whichever's faster, I don't care. Um, and so that is kind of along that same vein. And finally, leverage human emotion. Um, number five talks about how you should use photos, you should use pictures, you should use human emotion. You should not just be a simple, um, we sell this product page that you should not forget to use branding on your page. You know, and that's something that I I think that we've maybe missed the mark on on our web pa web page. We do so much advertising in the way of educational um, videos and things like that. 
And I think a lot of times we forget to put those, incorporate those on our website. So um, that was something that I thought was would be great for us to do on our personal website. So thank you for watching. If you made it this far, I appreciate you watching the entirety of this video. And I hope you have the great a great rest of your day.